Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. All four sides of the square are equal length. This is The Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each share a random and obscure fact and leave it up to you to decide the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and with me as always is the very lovely and talented Pat. Hey, everybody. And the even lovelier and talented of year, Mike. Hello. I don't know if talent to the year is a word, but I think it should be. I think it's in, like, the funky dictionary. <laughs> the funky dictionary, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think I have a copy of that on my shelf. Did you get, I know Pat had a rhyming dictionary growing up. Did you ever have one, Mike? No, I, I did not. No, we had you had a, a funky <laughs> dictionary. What don't you understand? <laughs> we had a rhyming dictionary in our house. We always, I would always look through it to see what words rhymed. I couldn't words. come up with any words that rhyme with my name. Pat. Hat. Eat. Cat. Fat. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, this is a podcast. People don't know I'm fat yet, but thank you for going. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's get First down to it. First fact of the day. <laughs> Pat's fat. Moving on. <laughs> let's get down to business. This is the fact off. This is a podcast where each week we will all bring a fact from a different category that was determined the week before, and we will find one that we found interesting, and we'll leave it up to you, the listeners, to decide which one you like best. Yes, it's very high stakes with this podcast. Yeah, we want the listeners to vote uh, for the, their favorite, factoffpodcast.com. Yes, Mike keeps reminding me it's factoffpodcast.com because for some reason I cannot get that down. But yeah, so each week after we release the episode, you'll have a chance to vote for which one you like the best. Um, yeah, and I, it. Mike, will always win. I'm, I'm putting it right there. Mike is the one that runs the website and will never let us see the show, like the results of the picks. So No, when people vote, they will see the results. So people will know who's winning at the time of voting. And then whoever wins that week will be have the victory fact, and they will be the victor. The loser will be the slack off, and they will be ridiculed for the whole week of losing the, for their fact. Well, you make this sound so exciting now. <laughs> it is exciting. I don't know. The well, loser not... will be the slack off. Well, that's because someone is the slack off from last time. <laughs> I did not agree to the slack off. I had a different name that you guys vetoed because it wasn't family friendly. Hey, I have nephews. <laughs> uh, so each week we will the winner would roll a die from like the week before to determine this topic for this week. For we the have, for the coming week. For the coming week. So we have six different categories. So we roll a dice one to six. We don't have like one of those Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we're not super nerds. I have those dice, but someone said we can't use it. Yeah, so our categories are science and tech, culture, history, religion and mythology, people, and winner's choice. And let, let me clarify, mythology is just in there just because some ancient religions were categorized under mythology. Yeah, like Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, yeah... So basically, before this episode, we rolled a dice, and the topic for this episode is science and tech. Yeah, you seem excited for this topic, Mike. You want to get in with our first fact ever on the fact off? Yeah. First fact. I am ready to go. Um, My first fact, or my only fact, is titled, The World's Largest Urinal is Earth. Oh, now I get your text message from earlier. 
Did I? Did, I didn't text you anything about this. You so. said it'll piss us off. Oh yes, I did. Yes, I was. I was leading you into it. Um, so what this is about is the average cow. This is about cows. You know, bovine, bovine creatures. Oh, okay, okay, I got you now. Yeah, so they're just peeing all over the place. The earth is their urinal. Urinal. So that's that's where that comes from. Lucky. But they pee three point five gallons on average per day per cow. It's a lot of piss. That that is a lot of piss. Like, think about how many times you would have to pee to fill up one gallon. Like, uh, if you were Once. crazy and had a closet full of urine, it would probably take you months to fill that closet up. Wait, okay, what? okay, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so your your thing is how long it would take you to fill up a gallon of a gallon with piss, and then you're like, and then imagine you <laughs> fill up a closet <laughs> with gallons of piss. For one, no closet's the same size. <laughs> and two, you already had a measurement of how long like how long it would be to take you to fill up a gallon of piss. Like, why would you add <laughs> Well, I, I'm not gonna do the research for the show to actually <laughs> fill up a gallon of of <laughs> myself. <laughs> that would take weeks probably. If you would dedicate a gallon? It can't no. take you. It's probably take oh, okay. you, I think a day. Alright. Yeah, especially a day of like hard drinking. Yeah, all right, like I, I'm morning, I'm off I'm off base here. A morning pee has got to be like half a gallon. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> there there are over a billion cattle on Earth. So think about a billion what? cattle peeing three point five gallons of pee a day. That's think three point five a, billion gallons. I, I I researched everywhere. I couldn't find like a a a lake that was three point five billion gallons just to give people a guessment of what this would be. So the closest I could come to is like a a pool the size of a football field that's ten feet deep would hold one million gallons of piss. So think about that on a scale of three point five billion, and that's a whole lot of swimming pools of pee just sitting out there. I will tell you, I would never stop thinking about a football size <laughs> pool of urine ten feet deep. You always said that's how you were going to die. So I just didn't know the possibility until now. So wait, what's well, the yeah, fact? is the fact that they pee so much? No, no, that that's just kind of leading into what I'm what I'm getting to. All so right, well, this um, is a big problem. This is a big problem. Yeah. So this is a big problem. The reason why is like that pee gets onto the ground and mixes with the mud and turns into a slushy, nasty thing that causes a pollutant known as ammonia. And ammonia gets into the air, and you get little tiny pee particles in the air, and that goes into your lungs causes asthma attacks worldwide, bronchitis, and heart attacks. So you can't you don't just get heart attacks from burgers, you get heart attacks from piss in the air. So you're saying that mankind's greatest enemy isn't in self mankind, but actually cows? It's definitely cows. Well yeah. And then on top of that, the pee goes into reg- like water waterways and like you know, makes the water bad to drink. Um I mean, I'm sure you don't taste it. <laughs> that water's no good. But yeah, it causes greenhouse gas, like nitrous, nitrous oxide, to go into the atmosphere and cause global warming. So, that's kind of why I brought it in. But what kind of got my eye on this was there's a company that has figured <laughs> out a solution. Yeah, kill all the cows. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you're, you're vegan, so I, I don't know. I guess that's what you'd probably do, right? No, I wouldn't kill the cows, but I also wouldn't 
Well, I guess I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't overbreed them like they are. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't overbreed them for you know meat and stuff. Okay, so there's some researchers in Germany, and their solution is it's kind of weird, and it's called the Moo Lu. What, what what comes to your mind when I say the words Moo A bathroom, like uh, you know, I gotta go to the loo. Yeah, exactly. So what they're doing is they're training uh, cows to pee in like a room, I and love it. it's like a collection where they could collect that pee. And so it doesn't go into the ground, water doesn't go into the ground, and they can reuse that, that pee for different things. Um, but how they're doing it is... Name like, five things. Well, I, I, we'll get to that. Um, how they're doing it is they train the calves when they're young. They took a group of 16 calves. These aren't the, the stuff that's on your legs. These are uh, baby... That's what they call baby cows. Um, but they take these calves... Fact number seven. <laughs> fact number seven <laughs> and they give them a treat like when they go into the room to pee so when they pee in the room they give them a treat this is the same method they use to milk cows with like uh, robots have you ever seen that like where they yeah. milk cows with robots no what kind of weird videos do you guys watch no like that's what they hook them up to they hook them up to like the automatic things these poor cows they should just be out in the wild living their life no, I, I stayed at an Airbnb and it was it was like a farm and you stayed above a cow milking facility that was like a robot and the cows would all get in a line naturally on their own and they would go up to the milking robot and it would hook onto the bottom with lasers and suction and milk the cows. And I'm like, how does how do they do that? How do the cows just instinctively go up and get milked? It's because they were feeding them treats. Cows are pretty smart, and they just learn that if they go up here, get milked, they'll get a treat. So they're doing the same method to get the cows to pee in the room. And that pee is going to be used. The nitrogen is going to be extracted. The uh, phosphorus is going to be extracted and be used as uh, fertilizer. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool, and right? also, it's like the secret ingredient in New York-style pizza. Ooh, cow piss. No, I think that's New York water, but close enough, right? It's in the water. Or no, water? What are they? We say water. What do they say? Water. Yeah. yeah. Water. So, yeah, that's that's my fact for the week is cows pee a awful ton and pollute the earth, and there's something we can do about it. Cows polluting the earth. It sounds What's like the a name conspiracy. Of your, what was the name of your title of your fact, Mike? The world's largest urinal is earth. You want to go next, Pat, or do you want me to go next? Uh, mine's rather short, um, but I shall go first or second, whichever one. All right. So uh, I guess my fact is called bananas are trying to kill you. So did you know um, first side? This is a side fact, not official fact. I just learned this. I thought it was interesting. Did you know that bananas are berries? No, I didn't know that at all. Yep, I have no follow-up information other than I looked it up and they said bananas were berries. It, it's something to do with how they grow, like with the type of plant they grow out of. So, side fact, look it up. Bananas are berries. I don't know about anybody else, but I love bananas with breakfast. I eat them every day. I usually take one for lunch. It's two bananas a day. But did you know that what bananas... What about your mid-day banana snack? Yeah, what about my second banana and third banana? <laughs> do you let them brown and get all nasty and slimy as well, or...? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I don't care. People are like, look at the banana. I was like, yeah, looks like dinner. 
That's what I say. <laughs> you got them. I don't think <laughs> I like bananas <laughs> at all. I, I I don't prefer them at all. What? I like a good banana. I don't want to like, say the rest of my like fact. Well, I think day. what happens, Pat, is I think if you eat something too much as a kid, you just get a aversion to them. And I think I ate tons and tons of bananas as a kid and probably got super stopped up. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you got radiation poisoning. Oh, shit. Because bananas are radioactive, radioactive. That's a song called Radioactive. So that's why I have superpowers this whole time, because I ate a lot of bananas as a child. Your superpower is that you slip a lot on <laughs> banana peels. It's a hilarious superpower. That should have been your fact. Like, do people actually slip on banana peels? Uh, I wanted to know that more than... That's a than... question, not a fact. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to deduct points off of yours, because we want to know that over top of if we're getting radioactive poisoning from bananas. <laughs> yes. So, so I thought this was interesting. So, one banana is the equivalent of 0.1 microsieverts, which is some sort of radiation, you know, scale. And if you get a dental x-ray, that is w- about the exact same as 50 bananas. So, if you eat 50 <laughs> bananas, okay. you get the exact same radiation as a dental x-ray. So, are and- you trying to tell us that uh, we should wear some sort of, like mask when we're eating a banana to protect ourselves i just think people should stop laughing at me for walking around with like that little lead mouse pad over my junk <laughs> when i'm eating breakfast <laughs> what you never got an x-ray they put the little thing on you oh a mouse pad i like how you call it a mouse pad it yeah, is kind of well, weird though it's like a heavy thing you wear on your chest or your shoulder or whatever yeah it's a lead like pad for mice <laughs> yeah <laughs> a shield yeah, but anyway, I walk around with one all the time. So actually, um, did you know potassium is radioactive? No, what? I didn't know that. The element yeah. K? Sure, that's not all my fact, but if that's another fact... I think it is, I don't know. So yeah, this whole, <laughs> whoever wins this one is going to have so many micro facts slammed in there, it's going to be a juicy sandwich of facts. Uh, not mine. We said one fact, I have one fact. So. Well, I mean, a fact can be a story. Like The definition of a fact isn't like, it has to be one sentence about one thing. A fact can be like... A fact, World War II happened, and the whole story of World War II could be technically one gigantic fact. But we're not going to read off the whole history of World War II. Um, This is my fact, and we're not getting into the what's a fact conversation during my fact. You guys can do this off air when I'm not listening. (laughs) But right now, this is my fact. Back to me. Here's more fun with potassium. Potassium is, there's a potassium 40 is radioactive. We have that in our body, so we inherently are already radioactive. Apparently, there's radiation in the air, all this stuff. A lot of little facts. But did you, first off, I talked to my brother, Mickey, and he told me. The radioactive expert. He's huge in the radiation, dude. Um, So he told me, because I got this article off a BBC website, and he loves BBC stuff, that a lorry full of bananas is radioactive enough to trigger a false alarm on a radiation detector that is looking for smuggled nuclear weapons. And the thing I took out of that was, what's a lorry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so what you do is you get two lorries, which, by the way, side fact, side fact, a lorry is just what English people call trucks. Anyway, I think. So uh, So this is a huge amount of bananas. (laughs) So we get two trucks, and um, 
We put one with a, a nuclear weapon in it, but we put that one behind a truck full of bananas. And so we drive through and they do, oh my God, this truck has a nuclear weapon. They open up its bananas. And so they let them through and then they look at our truck with the nuclear weapon and they're like, Psh, probably more bananas, right? Who would, you know, who would have two nuclear weapons? So I think we could get away with this. I think we just got flagged by the FBI. That's that's yeah, what oh, I'm sure, thinking. For sure. <laughs> So are we putting extra bananas to cover it up? Yeah, but then, like, I don't want the bananas to get too radio. Like, I still want to be able to eat the bananas later, and I feel like if they're surrounded by the nuke, or the nuke is surrounded by bananas. So wait, you, you think, you personally think you could eat a whole lorry load of bananas yourself? No, so here's the thing. You can't actually eat enough bananas to die. Um, so you want to guess how many bananas it would take for a lethal dose of of radiation 50 in one sitting mike says 50 price is right that's what mike said i'm gonna go price is right rules and go 51 boo right. that's so the correct so brave. answer the correct answer is 50 million yeah. oh i i meant to say i i actually said million under my breath yeah no you didn't i went Mike edits this. You should edit yourself saying million. <laughs> million. <laughs> Just put it in there. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, if uh, in one sitting you ate 50 million bananas, you will die of radiation poisoning. Well, I think you would die of many other things before you got to 50 million bananas. Not if you really want it. Like, you got, you know, this is like someone who's like, this is how I'm going to go. They say the first million bananas is the hardest. After that, it's all easy. <laughs> exactly. This reminds me of when Alex tried to do an eating competition, and he barely even got past, like, a slice of bread. Uh, that was Ooh. six years ago today, Mike. I That's... tried to eat I tried to eat a five-pound Reuben sandwich at a restaurant, local restaurant, Izzy's. I ate 2.5 pounds of it. So it was half. really good. But... <laughs> so uh, it was the biggest failure of my life up until this podcast. I'm sorry, I keep bringing up. No, you know, every time he like turns the knife and brings it out. All right, so remember, everybody, bananas are trying to kill you. Okay, that's my fact. I, I'm like so at a level of not scared right now because 50 million bananas is a lot. So I think I'm fine. Uh, my fact actually is cows love bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to get in my fact? I guess, but everybody remember bananas are trying to kill you. If I keep saying it, they'll vote for it. Bananas yeah. are trying to kill you. My fact is entitled Don't Kick the Can. And my fact is the tin can was invented in eighteen ten and the world has was changed ever since. So is this the thousand <laughs> tick about leave leave the stage? Uh, we're all banging our our tin cans together to uh, out of excitement. Okay, Mike. Well, let me paint a story for you. Picture this: the I can't. Year is, the year is seventeen ninety five, and you are and you want to conquer the world. You are young Napoleon Bonaparte. Wait, what? And, what? Yeah, he he made a can. <laughs> he made the can. can. No, oh. you want to march your army, and you have to march your army and feed them. But you can only do that during parts of the year, like spring and summer. You can't really do that in the fall and winter. So it puts a lot of end to campaigns. So in 1975, 
you and along with the along with the French government offer a reward of twelve thousand francs to whoever can figure out a way to preserve food. So cut to eighteen oh four. Is a smash cut? Yeah, smash cut. Nothing's right. happened in between history wise in the whole world. Nothing happened. People were starving left and right. Yeah. Their food was spoiling. They were dying of uh, poisonous toxins. Yep. The House of Aber... I think it's a part. It's A-B-B-A-P-P-E-R-T. I don't really know how to say his last name. P-P. Folk house. In the town of Massey, France, near Paris. Nicholas O'Pair. I think it's O'Pair. I don't know if you say the T or not. Became the first food bottling factory in the world. So, Opeo, what he would do, he would fill large bottles of glass with a little bit of space in it and tap, uh, cook them, wrap it up, and like seal it, and then wrap canvas around them, and then boil them until the food was cooked. And he would use, like he would boil like meats and vegetables and fruits and all. So, no one knows if he's like the first person to actually do this method, but he's like the one that do it on like a massive scale. And... Like, do it. So in 1806, he took his invention, but he was also bankrupt at this time, to the French government. And they did the re- they did the research, then did not give him the reward. They're like, nah. What? They, yeah, they stiffed they him? him? Yeah, they Ooh. stiffed him. That's terrible. They're due for a revolution. So in 1810, they said, okay, you can get the 12,000 francs on one condition. You have to share your findings with the world. So I wrote a book. The what? Art of, yeah. <laughs> the Art of Preserving All Kinds of Animal and Vegetable Substances for Many Years. He made like 6,000 copies and then sent them out over the world. Was that he was like a, on like a book club? Like, I, don't know. I, I, I picture a bunch of old ladies grabbing up these books and that's how it all started. Like old ladies preserving food and bam, we're alive. Once this food got, uh, book got out there, the preserving food craze was all about. But in that same year, a guy named Peter Duran, a British merchant, decided to get the patent for pos- uh, putting these foods in tin cans. Wow. Was all Alfred's uh, patent was for glass bottles. So he was like, hey, can't you just do this in a can? And he patented What, what an England. idiot. I can't believe you didn't Smart think of man. that. Yeah, uh, well, he I was guess, poor. Well, I guess because like the quality he was too of, hungry to think the quality of tin in France at the time was terrible. So, you know, oh, but yeah, well, everyone knows that. I, I was completely expecting for Campbell's to be the guy that started doing the can you know, thing. No, it was like, and then there was like a long line of history. Like these guys were the first ones to sell in America and all, and these guys were this. But this guy came up with the method. Peter Duran is the one who patented using tin cans for it. And the world was ever changed. The can is one of the greatest inventions mankind has ever had, and it's seldom thanked. Do we still use cans? Not me. I like all my food fresh from the farmer's market, but some people do. I feel like cans kind of went on a downswing for a while. Uh, I know Campbell's stock dropped a bunch. Um, just you because mean the uh, 130 billion cans in the U.S. each year? Well, maybe. Um <laughs> Are but, there more cows than cans? Th- yes, probably. What was the cow? What was the cow number? A we billion numbers. A billion cows. One billion to take that cows. Yeah, well, I've always been fascinated about 
by the can. Like the reason we they will be able to circumvent the north, uh, northwest passage is because of cans. They could actually keep food. Like it made traveling a lot easier. All this food could get around. It really did change the world. So Alex, I want to ask you this. What came what came first, the can opener or the can? So that's like a whole other thing, but the can opener as we know it didn't come around until like fifteen years fifty years after the can was made. So how are they opening the cans? Smash it with a rock. Oh man. Soldiers would use like a little bayonet to open the cans. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And but very the- dangerous. And there's like a whole long line of histories because then you get the beer cans and you get the pull top cans and a whole bunch of different cans. But so wait, what was your fact called again? Don't kick the can. Don't kick the can. That sounds interesting, but not as interesting as bananas are trying to kill you. Yeah. So recap: we have the world's largest urinal is Earth. Bananas are trying to kill you, and don't kick the can. So go to the factoffpodcast.com to vote for your favorite choice. And we'll put the link to the site in the show notes. Yeah, and hit us up on the, all the socials, Instagram, Twitter. Do we have these? Facebook. We're going to yeah. start them. It's uh, hey, at, hey, fact off, at factoffpod um, on all the stuff. So yeah. well, let's get out of here. We're going long. Hope you enjoy our first episode, and you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening.